Ladies and gentlemen, this is the 26th episode of Concerned Dabs Podcast. I'm your host, Katie M. Kane. With me is my co-host, Will Terps. Yo, yo. So we are guestless tonight, ladies and gentlemen, but uh, we got the next three weeks lined up with some heavy hitters. Uh, we had Elaine Miles last week. If you haven't heard that episode, please go check it out. She was an awesome interview. Um, who do we got next week? We got Paul Swift, dude, from Swift Solutions. Uh, he was on the the lab testing episode. Um, he's gonna talk about the the vape cartridge crisis of 2019. So that'll be dope. And then we got uh, Sierra Neblina. She's an organic hemp for CBD farmer. So I, she clarified me. I was like. I was say Sierra Neblina talking about the hemp industry, and she was like, "No, can you say it like this?" I'm like, "Okay, I stand corrected." So I, I was like, "Man, cool." So she's she should be a good interview. I haven't talked to her yet. I just messaged her online, and then we got Sasan DeCordy from Urban Farms. Man, he's gonna be there on the third, and uh, still waiting for him to give me a tagline for the flyer. But that guy's been around. Will he? He's a uh, he had the job at Human Collective before I did for intake, and he's just always been a super cool cat whenever I, I run into him. And I'm, yeah, I'm definitely. I know, I know this one. Yeah. Um, but. What, 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 what were you just saying about uh, that girl we're going to interview soon, the, her, her correction of you on, like, what, hemp hemp in, in cannabis? What was it? Oh, saying yeah. Because, well, because whenever I book a guest, right, I'm like, Okay, do you have a logo? Okay, if not, then right. I'll, I'll say your name. It's this person talking right. about this. You know what I mean? Like, for the flyer. Yeah. So it's not just a name, you know? Right, Cause it's, right, right. right. So who gives a shit who it is? What are they talking about? You know what I mean? Like, so right, I, right. I, I send people a message like, does this sound okay? And uh, I sent her the message. I was like, okay, Sierra Neblina talking about the hemp industry. She was like, uh, no, could you please say Sierra Neblina talking about organic farming, hemp C- hemp for CBD? I was like, oh, okay. You know what I mean? So she's she's growing it just for CBD. I don't, it's not industrial or anything like that. I think she's growing varieties for CBD, and she's out of Colorado. So she wanted nice. me to clarify yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Like, dope. And, and organic, too, it, she said. Well, I'm like, cool. Yeah, I mean, if they live that, yeah, definitely. You know what I mean? I'm like, yeah. Because I I hit up Josh Galbraith because he he started a hemp farm this summer. But it's been raining like a bitch in Oregon, I bet, the past few weeks. So I think he was just busy harvesting. I think he's probably close to done now. So maybe we could get him back on the show, too. Yeah, uh... This year's been been like one of the worst uh, for growing outdoors in a while in Oregon. Really? Yeah, I mean, there's been rain way earlier than usual. Um, you know, normally, like if you're growing um, above Eugene, you're gonna have problems. Just yeah, every year, in my yep. opinion. But you got to um, dip or have something that finishes early. Yeah. Man. I mean, this year, even Oregon, like Southern Oregon farmers are having to, to pull tarps and, and figure out covers and, and pulling early, too, because there's just been yeah. um, a lot more rain in Southern Oregon than there usually is. Um, yeah, dude. I, I'd then, say I compare it to the rains hit in Southern Oregon when it usually does in, in like, nor, you know, the northern half of Oregon, yeah. Portland area, um, Shitty, which is yeah. bad news for farmers. Yeah, cause dude, once you can cover them up too for a couple weeks, but after two weeks, it doesn't matter, cause the fucking air is humid as shit, dude. It's yep. like mold's gonna happen no matter what. Once that yeah, and you, you know you can have all all the ventilation you want, but you're you're just moving in, moving in and out, uh, unfiltered uh, air. Yeah, wet and damp. So yeah, um, there. No matter what your in my mind, no matter what your precautions are for a wet you know, end of the season, you'll never be fully uh, prepared um, if you're growing in the northern half of Oregon. And I don't know any guys using a dehu in a greenhouse. 
like I don't know how effective that would be. You know no, I, mean? I, I think it would only. I mean, condensation would grow on the glass anyway. Like yeah, I mean, I, geez, I would like you know for even for that to work, I'd imagine you'd have to have like multiple per hoop house greenhouse. Yeah. So so did you guys go visit some farms for the magazine then, Will? Or... Uh we did. Unfortunately, I was not able to go. Um, oh, you had to work. Yeah, I had to work at the shop, but Some we bitch. did. We um, visited a bunch of grows in Southern Oregon, um, and they will all be featured um, in the next issue for the harvest. Tight, tight, tight. tight. Um, how's it been going there at uh, the shop, dude? Like, do you think Jackson will come back on the show? Is he? Is he shit dying down for him a little bit like yeah every now and then i want i really want i think i think he'd he'd come back on the show not to throw him under the bus but most times he's not he's not in the shop on sundays anyways so yeah um but you know he might have other stuff going on but um i'm sure he'd be down um but yeah things are good at the shop that's dope um slowly getting um our customers back um but um one thing i want to work on is getting our like extract prices a little more competitive um because there's a new cat in town not americana and uh it's tj's on pal and they have the unlimited funds of money because they are um despite what people say this is you know i know this to be the case their groundwork i mean not their groundworks their stem holdings and it's stem holdings is the company basically yeah. they own groundworks. tj's organics now and yerba buena uh, uh, yeah so, so TJ's they have from, tj's, TJ's on pal yeah and basically what they can do yeah uh, what they can do because they they're so that. big and they have money is they can basically outprice anyone on echo and make it like oh wow well tj's can do this price on echo and make it work like pretty much try and because they have so much money behind them, they try and make them themselves the only stop for anything. You know, yeah. they try to gouge everyone else out. Like we're going to offer echo so cheap that um, you can't even offer this cheap because you can't lose money. Like we can, you know? Is um, that Okay. Cause, cause Catherine, uh, she sent me a message that, it, and it was like the daily leaf or whatever the the coupon specials or some shit mm-hmm. you know that you can sign up for and it was echo 50 percent off or some shit at a, a store in salem and it was mm-hmm. like until everything's gone i'm like holy shit I, you know like it doesn't like they, they were cheap dude and she was like i'm trying to stop by there because she was hitting up a different store there that week or something so she's like i'm trying to go grab that and then she sent me another one later on that week that was a different store, but it was white label extracts and the same shit. Like they're they're getting everything for getting rid of everything for half price. I was like, whoa. And I didn't understand why they would do that, Will. So I was like, man, I'm ask Will about that on the show. Well, white label and, and, and offers it, they they will like match pretty heavy discounts. So that's appealing to shops. Like if you offer 15% off white label, they'll offer, they'll match another 15%. So you can do 30% off, you know? Um, yeah. So they do that all the time. Uh. Um, yeah. But like I said, you know, it's just the, the why the TJ saying don't sit at all well with me is it's basically, let me come in and some chads in the industry because I have money and try and, out price and push everyone else out of the industry that's been in it for a long time and been making their living this way and have paved the way for for companies like mine to come you know to, to be recreational and just fuck everyone over even though i don't really have much to do with cannabis myself i don't smoke it i'm just here to make money and fuck over everyone yeah dude that's my problem with the guys too is they that's all that's what pisses chat, me off bro. and like, a lot and smoke this and like, people well, make excuses for it, this? you know? Well, fuck and, you guys then, man. Yeah, and like, I have a really good friend. I'm not going to say names, but I have a really good friend that works for that company. And, you know, it's like... <laughs> it's... It's it's basically like they want 
the the mindset that they're instilling in people is um that this is a good thing that like you know well sorry we're out pricing you make your prices better you know like why wouldn't you want to make it cheaper for customers and it's like it's not how it works um and i also have to uh throw echo under the bus a bit as much as i love them let's see um, well keep it honest yeah real. like i, I think how you uh... uh because echo tj's on powell's completely new store i mean uh that is a new store within the past year maybe a little longer uh and echo can and i get it it's 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 business you you want to drop to a lot of shops you want to get your name out there you want to make your money but um Echo knows that TJ's tries to price everyone else out on their products and they still drop products with them. They still drop like, you know, limited products with them. They still stock them up to basically price out everyone else that they drop with too. And, you know, there's got to be some, I feel like there's got to be some common ground here. You know, they're the only ones that they're one of the only shops that can afford to do that because they have, you know, millions on end. They can, they can fail and throw another million into it. and um and you know like echoes basically kind of just turning up their nose at dropping at a spot that is trying to make other dispensaries go out of business yeah and you know especially when when dispensaries like us treehouse um a few others have been supporting echo from day one like before they were even well known maybe regis is trying to finesse a buyout or something man yeah, who knows? Um, but that is just, and you know, it's like I said, it's business. But when you know uh, a, a a shop and company's out trying to outprice people for the for the sole purpose of putting them out of business and trying to, you know, conglomerate theirs, it just doesn't sit well with me that a company that's good friends hasn't you know hasn't addressed it hasn't you know so so groundworks that's stem holdings is there no 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 no. i misspoke it's stem holdings is the company they own tj's and yerba groundworks is a different company okay all right yerba buena got bought out too huh yep damn that's crazy. And Groundworks is the one that bought Golden Extracts and Chalice Farms. I think so, yeah. They also bought Canada, Five Zero Trees. From Canada. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Shit. I I think Jackson will hold out forever, bro. Yeah. He's, you know, he's he's about that life. Oh yeah. You know, like I uh I really want him to come back on the show so we can ask him how it's been going too, man. Yeah. Um, I, uh, what about that Bo's nose guy? Like, is he busy processing hash right now from harvest? Do you think we could squeeze him in sometime? Yeah, potentially. Um, I don't really know him. I haven't had too many. Just grab his shit. Yeah. I've, I've, I've talked with him a bit, but he, um, he was supposed to drop at natural wonders, but he probably got busy and maybe mixed up orders that didn't end up happening. So. I don't uh, have that like face to face interaction with him, but man. potentially, you never know. Yeah. Yeah, because I've been uh trying to recommend solventless stuff to my chick in Spokane, so I don't I don't know Yeah, happy cabbage is a good job too. But in Oregon, I was like, Bo's nose, nose. That's that's the guy. Yep, happy cabbage too, I'd say. Do happy cabbage too? Okay. Happy yeah, cabbage definitely. too, Terry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> shit. I'm trying to think of what else I was going to talk about. Oh, yeah, dude. Uh, down here, like the new laws that changed on August 27th, like on the 27th, they were required to start doing pesticide tests on everything. But they're not gonna enforce oh, nice. that. In Arizona? Shit. Yeah, but they're not gonna enforce that shit for a year. So I'm like, what the fuck? But as soon as this thing that they started, dude, is uh it's it's not called the quota. What the fuck? Um allotment. So you can only grab two and a half ounces of weed at a time. And I think it's only for two weeks. 
So it's like what? if you grab two and a half ounces and everything is like plugged in to the same server, bro, like seed to sale track. So it's like if if I went and grabbed an ounce today and an ounce tomorrow and then a half ounce on Wednesday, I can't grab any more weed for two more weeks. Yo, that's fucking whack as shit. It is, dude. What like, I'm like, what? Like, what in the fuck? Because, like, in Oregon, there's purchase limits, right? But you can you can go and buy yeah, another ounce. ounce but, like, you can, like, go, you can, like, get an ounce of Natural Wonders, and you can walk down the street and get another ounce. And you can walk yeah. down the street and get another ounce. Yeah. And you can get another ounce. Yeah. So, like, yeah, it's so bullshit. I was trying to have my homie make a store run. He That's going to be hell, too, for for spots to track that too especially if you're going between different spots like so what we all have to be on this system and look look at patients and what they purchased at what dispensary at what time and date yeah man it's seriously intrusive seriously and i sounds super going to renew my card wheel and now i'm having second thoughts like fuck i'd rather just bail back to the northwest where i can i can have six plants or 15 plants depending on which state you know what i mean so I I uh yep. I really fucking miss home, Will. You know, like just just the I'm options home, and, and the friends doing the same shit. Like everybody likes to trade. Uh, like I miss that shit, dude. It's like, damn, that looks bomb. What's that? Uh, it's uh ten four platinum cookies rosin. Who ran it? Uh, G. G. Giordano outrun hash. Huh. So that that cookies is I, a good one. I think you know what I'm for... talking about. He used to come into the. What's that? That that cookies is a good one for hash. Yeah, definitely. Uh huh. Damn, that looks fire. That's the same guy. Nope, this is uh, Happy Cabbage Six Star uh, okay. Chocolate Frosted Sherbet. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, my, my chick be on them, them dabs too, dude. So I feel like she'll be a, a decent influence and I can, I can yeah. save some time. What is she, does she dab day. like BHO or rosin or both? Or? She's always on the carts, bro. So that's why I'm like, yo, there's better things you could you could grab besides those. I know it's convenient. Totally. Like solventless. That's for solventless or some live resin. Yeah, live resin or live rosin. Either or. And then what about AO, man? Have you talked to him lately? His feet be cracking. He be showing what he's doing. I saw shit. him the other day. He's he's doing a bunch of washing right now Word. and harvesting. Um, so yeah, I'm sure he'd be way down to come back on the show, but probably not right now, just because he's um, he. Um, yeah, he in the middle of, like harvesting. He told me he I saw him the other day, and he told me that um, it took him like eight hours to harvest and prep one plant of dog walker for the um, for washing because it's just uh, him. fuck man. Yeah. So what is he like? Super delicate or something? Yeah, and that he said that plant was huge too. It was like he got like uh, a, like a pound plus off it, and he grows in Salem too. So it's yeah. you know, it's not even like prime super prime outdoor spot you know but he yeah. makes it work for sure that's cool oh that's how i was gonna say i was talking to mitch before we started uh i got, I got an email from oha right because I'm, I'm i still on on their email list for omp and it said you gotta get no, it wasn't about the vapes. It was changes to the the grow site. It's like if if you grow medical weed now in Oregon, you have to get written permission from the property owner. <laughs> I'm like I'm serious, dude. Fuck. So if you're rent, if you're renting a, a house the, uh, or Oregon a is... apartment, I was like, Jesus Christ, that's fucking whack. Yes, yeah, super whack. Who who's making these laws? Because they're like, you know, remember when Prop ninety one? Okay, so here's another. Uh, shout out I want to give not real shout out um, shout out to I forget his last name but Anthony whatever he's a cannabis dude uh, he's one of the main writers of uh, measure 91 and shout out to you dude 
you're the one that fucking lied to everyone and literally said that the medical program wouldn't be affected. And then you literally wrote uh, into the law slyly how the medical program, you know, would have to operate from now on. Uh, his name's Anthony Soros, I believe. S-O-R-I-C-E. And he uh, is a phony, fake motherfucker. I've never met him, but I already know from multiple people, he's a piece of shit. And he sold out to the uh, the OLCC, basically the government, and yeah. uh, wrote laws that ended the medical program, all while preaching for legalization and that it wouldn't affect anything. Yeah, dude, so, that's... That's the thing down here, too, is like the medical law is already whack because you can't cultivate in this state, you know what I mean, without living 25 miles from a dispensary. So that's fucking whack. But on on the rec ballot, the initiative that's on there right now is six plants. You can have six plants as a rec person if you're 21 and up. And so I'm like, holy shit, that would fucking rule. But now there's another group it's everybody who owns a dispensary right now they've formed like a coalition that's trying to get another one on the ballot that doesn't have home grow written into it so they're trying to draft another initiative and rush it through so that they can split the vote because dude last time it only failed 49 to 51 you know what i mean yeah. so this time if, if it's on the ballot and it is i feel like it'll go and it'll pass but now these fuckers are trying to slide in and say no nah, we don't want people to cultivate at home it's like you guys are fucking assholes man that's that's bullshit yeah for real you know that is bullshit so i don't know it, it just uh arizona feels less friendly will you know what i mean so well, it is less friendly. Yeah, dude. This red friendly. state vibe is kind of strange. I, I kind of, I really want to head back to the Northwest, and I, I'm, I'm like, dreading the cold and shit. But it's like, man, I don't care. Again, I can get a space heater and I could set up a tent in the fucking garage, throw yeah, up dude. a light, and be good in three months. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, man. I mean, where else are you gonna? Well, there's a. There's other places I know, I'm sure, but it was like the other night we had, uh, what was it? We had some cool ass native, uh, folk come in, bought a bunch of shit. They knew that I don't think they knew Jackson personally, but they knew who he was and they knew it was a native owned dispensary tight. and they were super tight and they brought us fucking salmon, oh, like that's a bunch tight. of smoked salmon. That's uh, cool. it was tight. And it's just like, yeah, man. I mean, just like more like dispensaries like i don't know if you're gonna legalize cannabis recreationally in a state um you gotta make it so um that you give people like business owners and people wanting to start business the best chances to make it and and survive you know the best chances for success yeah and that's definitely not what oregon has done in a lot of these states yeah yeah big money gets in there and fuck shit up dude like that's dude i, I wanna uh like sasan I, I remember him he got a fucking dope property in Bermonia, and then i saw him a year later and he was like i got a job he's like i get you know and he was just saying the same thing like these guys have a shit ton of money that i can't compete with so yeah they they, they pay me pretty good for what i do so right like, yeah well that's cool you know yeah you know, with a get paid still, but fuck, it was heartbreaking, Will. And I was like, that—that uh, that was when I was at. Uh, pretty sure that was during the summer when I was at Sherwood. So I was like, bummed out to hear that. I was like, man, I'm still going. <laughs> yeah. And I, you know, fuck it. About after that too. So. All right, I'm gonna. I'm gonna fire up the torch here. Hopefully, oh, yeah, hopefully I can keep talking. It's not too loud. Stir it up, yeah, stir it up. I would take it here too, man. Yeah, I think I feel like um, Sasan was even like his like medical grows for a while was like kind of near Sherwood area. Did you ever did you ever visit where he was doing a little grow? Nah. I just remember when he got the property of Verdodia, man. Like, yeah, his IG feed was super sick. Like he had that Heisman. Yeah, like, that shit was wicked. 
I uh I ran some suits from him. I can't remember if it was Heisman or something else, but dude, it was fucking bomb. Some rainy day suits. Dude, I actually remember back in the day when I first started following him, like uh Rainy Days PDX was his name. He had a yeah, he had a yeah. partner and he was growing indoor. Ah. Yeah. The first time I met him I was working at the farm shop and he was at Human Collective and he just came down the street to say what's up. And he was a cool cat, man. And then he, he left there to uh I think that was when he left. Like he, he got the spot in Vernon and was like, Fuck this job, I'm going for it. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And I remember too at the time, at least it was back in the medical days, like they were I'm, I'm not the only obviously, but like they were one of the the medical growers around town that um had a like notorious cut of cookies, you know, that was good. Like they had they grew cookies and it was good. Um and yeah, that's like the first flower I'd seen him him grow. It was a human collective. I went in and saw that. Yeah. Um, what about Benson Elvis? Did you guys get him back on the show? Uh, wouldn't have flower from him, um, but we still have like extract collabs with Echo, and his name now is Benson Arbor. You uh, got a cease and desist from the Elvis family. Serious? Yeah. I thought that was his name though, isn't it? Uh, no, I don't think so. Oh, I thought shit. That yeah. sucks. Yeah. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, what do you? Those are all I, too common in the cannabis industry. Like, yeah, cease and It's like, motherfucker, can't anyone be anyone else be creative with that name? Like, yeah, I I think I read an article that said the the guys who bred Gorilla Glue got a cease and desist, but it's like that cuts out there. What the fuck are you gonna do? Send a cease and desist to every fucking dispensary that has it on their menu in the country? Like, you know, right? I don't, I don't think that's. I don't think that's going to happen. It's not uh, cost-effective. Not at all. Yeah. And then 10-4, they're, uh, they're, do you have any new flavors? No? Just cookies? Just the cookies. Word. Yeah, those cars are solid. I was a fan of their work. And then what about <laughs> Pig Farm, man? Did he ever get a rec license? <laughs> No, no, I think he's still looking. Um, but yeah, he had. Uh, <coughs> I think there was one that he was uh, like a spot that he was he was inquiring in uh, within. Um, but I think Jackson, a few other people, like he asked like their opinion on it, and uh, I don't, apparently it was like a turnkey spot that was going for way too much, like way. Uh. Like you know, over you yeah. know, too expensive, and he ended up not going for it because people were like, "Yo, this is this is a lot of money." Like, yeah, for man, one, for what those it is, turnkey you know? guys really, really <laughs> try to turn it up. <laughs> I will say though, <clears throat> the Eastwood Gardens crew who had a bitch of a time uh, transitioning from medical to rec, they've been like. Like, they've been trying to transition actively for, like, the past three years now. So pretty much since, you know, you if you wanted to, you know, yeah. so they have were your just... market on the, or have your flower on the market, you had to go wreck. You know, they've been trying to get a spot. They had closed on another spot that fell through, and then they got, um, from their most recent spot, they got, like, a breakthrough with, like, a turnkey spot that was already OLCC good to go, city good to go for dirt cheap because it was just like someone that failed, failed grower. Yeah. Um, and they were able to to move in there and set up shops. So now they have, uh, they're growing and they, I think they just sent off some of their uh, material to be extracted by Regan. So. Tight. Yeah. That's tight, man. It's pretty funny. Uh, apparently the, Eastwood Gardens crew calls uh, or refers to Regan as Rijon because he makes the premium dabs. Weird. Oh, send it off to Rijon. Yeah, yeah, yeah that guy's funny. got game, man. He definitely like, does. As far as Oregon, I'm like that guy's probably the best guy in the state. Like, oh, absolutely, yeah. And I would, uh, 
don't know, I would put him up against uh, top extractors in other states too. He's really good across the board with what he does. Yeah, I, man, I got friends from different states on my Facebook feed that post like pictures of the weed they get from the store after fucking shit. I'm like, uh, damn, like you guys got to get on IG, man. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, follow some fools from from the West Coast on Instagram and. Do, do a couple rounds you know what i mean absolutely it's, it's still wild west and like oklahoma and on the east coast everything's still coming to shape man so yeah i think uh you just need a lot of loot bro and i, I don't have that so I'm like yeah, fuck same we'll have well, to you know it. what you know what uh state reciprocates uh that's that was surprising to me is fucking delaware no you're shit. in Delaware and you got an out-of-state med card. You're good. Like you can't can buy you, can you... buy it, obviously, but you, you're protected. Yeah, that's dope. Right? Yeah, super cool. Shout out to Delaware. Shout out to Delaware, especially when most of the other states around around them, you know, Maryland, Virginia, yeah, West Virginia are very much in the dark ages still. So. Yeah. Ah, uh, dude. Yeah. There's this. Uh, there's this show on Netflix called Rotten. Yeah. And on on season two, they have a an edibles episode, and they got uh Mary Jane and Lori's, or Lori nice. and Mary Lori Jane. Mary Jane's, have, yeah, yeah. They have Lori on there. Uh, the guy who owns Lunchbox is on there. Nice. Yeah, like it's it's pretty cool, dude. Super cool. And heck yeah, it was cool to see some Oregon folks on there, and um, like a lot of what everyone in the industry was saying was true but then they had like law enforcement people too that were just full of shit dude yeah. like one guy was like yeah it's legal but you still can't retain any information when you're high you might think that you you remembered i'm like dude fuck you i'm remembering what you're saying right now on my fucking podcast and i was high as shit when i watched that fucking movie about to go to sleep and i remember everything he said so it's like what he was saying was yeah. fine. It's like, dude, we're not kids in the D.A.R.E. program anymore. Why did you say that on camera? Like, you sound like a dipshit. And I don't know if that yeah. was the intention, but that's that's how it came off. And then another cop was just like, I think we're creating a generation of addicts uh, with, with the legalization of marijuana. I think it's going to. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, this guy. Wow. So you got to check that show out, Will, and tell me what you think. For sure. Yeah, For sure. but it's it's like hour, hour and a half, something like that. It's a documentary, and nice. I, I I guess the 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 whole show is about food industry stuff, but this one was just about edibles and. Word, I can definitely yeah. get down with that. Yeah, I enjoy I enjoy uh enjoy the, watching the Food Network. Yeah, <laughs> fucking a man, same, like just right? fucking man, my. It was Mitch, I think, one time. I was posting. I was like, man, what the fuck? How should I cook this? And I think it was Mitchell. He was like, just wing it. <laughs> yeah, just wing yeah, it. Man, yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking it. It won't burn. It'll be okay. Right. I usually yeah. like to do, uh, I'm not a very good cook at all, but uh, I just, I my main thing is I like to do like, easier like one one pan meals so i like to do like i'll go and buy like sometimes they have some like um pre-marinated like half chickens up at the this the grocery store up on my house so I'll just yeah and run up there get a potato or two cut it up throw it under it and throw a little more seasoning on the chicken and just forget about it in the oven for an hour and i got dinner so cake yeah my uh my tater tot casserole game is kind of tight, man. Like, oh, like my sister taught me how to make okay. that shit. What, it takes takes like an hour. What what else is in the tater tot casserole? I mean, cheese obviously. Like, what meat though? What uh, meat do you like put with hamburger. it? Hamburger. I could make it with turkey burger. Hamburger too. meat. Yeah, and nice. then what's that? Cream of mushroom soup, and then corn and green beans. Ooh. Mix nice. that shit up, spread Thank it, you. and put the tater tots on top. Put cheese on there. That Ooh. shit fucking good. Fire. Yeah. 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 When I was staying with my uncle in Seattle, it was cool being a part of his crew because 
we came home at night and cooked dinner. You know what I mean? Like nice. nobody got food on the way home because there's gonna be dinner when we got home. And everybody had to cook. So when it was my night to cook, like, I'd fucking tater tot casserole that shit, man. You know? Just, Hell yeah. Just make, make a bigger pan because it, it was more people and shit. But good Heck times. Yeah. Good times. It's good to have that skill in case you're in that situation. You know what I mean? Yeah. Your turn yep. to cook. Fuck. All right. I, I've, I see, I've seen those memes. Like, uh, people like throwing up plates of like half cooked chicken with like cereal and corn and being like yeah. bone apple teeth and I just <laughs> no, I know it's a joke, but it's also not funny. Just kidding. <laughs> no doubt, man. No doubt. Um but yeah. Uh yeah, it's definitely a good skill to have and it's not even um I won't say like to be skillful at it is hard, but like it's not, it's not hard to be decent at it, you know. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Um, YouTube you know, is also an excellent resource. Yeah, so, same with the internet too. Yeah. I mean, shit. If we didn't have the internet or YouTube, then I'd say cooking was hard. Yeah. Yeah. And then everything would be like, well, what fucking temp do I put it at? No doubt, no doubt. <laughs> when do I know when's done? Uh, but yeah. So it's still cold and rainy up there in Oregon. Uh yeah, it's been. I mean, it's definitely been more rainy. Um, as you know, we transition seasons, but it's actually Oregon's been hanging on to like a few. Um, sunny days, or been trying to hang on to a few last sunny days. Uh, this next week's going to be all rain, but I want to yeah. uh, see how the outdoor packs look from this summer. <laughs> uh, I'm going to think compromise. Yeah, honestly, I think there'll be some people that know their shit and and will turn up. You know, probably you know a a similar product or not have too many issues, but um i think uh, i think uh, there'll be people off uh, that'll be like caught off guard too um because yeah. like i was saying this is noticeably one of the worst seasons for outdoor um just all across oregon um this year do you think there's gonna be another huge surplus or do you think some guys quit last year no. there might be a little bit less no because right now there's um there's not enough and prices are going back up. Oh, that's cool. um, so, yeah, pound prices are definitely inflating right now. Um, until and I don't even know if they'll go down necessarily come harvest season because it might just offset what uh, the demand. But um, yeah, it's actually pretty crazy. There's um, yeah, it's definitely gotten better, and I'm cool with that. You know, I don't want to see prices get crazy, obviously, but yeah. I'm cool with um retailers and and produ- producers especially uh and processors being able to make a bit more for their product you know yeah yeah man uh what about all the old packs man did they just turn that shit into distillate or what uh like w- the packs like people are sitting on yeah from years past uh yeah, like, do people probably. buy those for cheap? And, and is that like the budget weed on the shelf now at shops? Do people? Um, or are people still depends. Old? I mean, there's a, there, certain farms will never like release like like you know like allow like trim or like bee buds to be sold as like flour. For example, uh, like deep farms, you know, they will only like sell their a yeah. a top quality shit. Otherwise, um, it's getting but, turned to oil. Yeah, they do, like, um, I can tell you that it's still good and flavorful, but um, uh, um, Geek sends, like, their trim from from most batches and, like, some of their bottoms um, to, like, white label usually um, for extraction. So we've we've been getting a bunch of their collabs lately in the shop. Um, they're pretty good you know they're 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 good for the price they're they're a great price um and they have you know a, a pretty good flavor to them but they're not like 
um, premium, you know? Yeah, good starting material, too. Yeah. These guys are official, you know what I mean? Even if it's their trim or their yep. Dino. Who fucking cares? It's Geek Farms, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But I can say that um, it's just random, but um, the strain that I feel like is hot right now in Oregon is ice cream cake. Okay. Uh, I and do I'll admit, that. I, I bought into it a bit myself. I have I have some in the fridge, some some dabs from Echo. Uh, oh. But it's a cross of wedding cake and gelato 33. Um, yeah. And people have been growing flour of it. Um, Happy Cabbage um, does... Um, like a solventless line with it usually like they usually have like six star rosin batter of it or rosin is it gas, is it gas then, like that though is it, is it straight up it's sweet it, it's got like some fuel a little bit of fuel to it but it's it's really sweet it, it smells it i don't know it's hard to describe but it's kind of like um like uh a gassy flavor mixed with like kind of like a frosting like sweet creamy smell um weird because it's, it's very good that, that that floated through here man through my homie and shit like two or three weeks ago and i i grabbed it two or three times from him but it was weird yep. it didn't yeah it was weird like i I ain't bitching one about it too much but i was just like man you got something different after the second or third time like yeah i don't know if it was the totally. one it was like dark purple too like it was it was weird I don't know. Strange, strange flavor. If that's what it was, so, but that's what's hot in Oregon totally. right now. <clears throat> yeah, that's what I'd say. At least that's what I've seen. That's uh, people have been stoked over recently, especially because Echo uh, dropped. Uh, they just, you know, they just dropped like a butter, live butter of it, a uh, batch of it, and um, it was super limited. So people were all posting it. It's like, oh, new Echo. We only got like six grams of it, though. Damn. Yeah. So I was like, all right, I'm not, I, I need to sign some of this. No doubt. What a, uh, do you guys still have uh, Dynasty Genetics on the shelf at the store? Uh, okay, so we have a few um, seed packs left from him, but we have not picked up uh, any recently, and that's what I'm gonna. I've been trying Pastor Jackson to do. Just get. <laughs> get more seeds because we have we have quite a bit left over from green source um we sold out of most of the ones we had from roganja and massive seeds we barely one, have any dynasty and I, I especially like you know want want us to re-up on a variety of dynasty because they always sold well you know professor p is a great homie and they you know the the quality of the of his genetics speak for themselves um yeah you know, time and time again um fuck dude how know, does that work pop. with the rec shit though man like is that considered uh, they not have to a come from a licensed facility um so right now they there is a spot that um that is producing recreationally producing um dynasty seeds i don't know yeah. how long that will be going on or how much longer yeah. but they're definitely um they definitely have been made for the um, for the rec market, and I'm pretty sure there's there's a, a you know good variety left over, you know, either through Deep Creek directly or uh, one of the distro, uh, distro companies they work for Word. or they work with. But otherwise, like it's not like there's no THC or CBD or anything in a seed, so no. it's like can shops yeah, sell it's them? Yeah, stupid. Can, can shops sell them? Uh, like they can't buy them unless it's from a rec producer or something. Uh, yeah, it's stupid. So, like, tax free, but you have to buy them from, like, the you know, like a rec producer. That's weird. So, I, yeah. I want to talk to a rec producer to see how they fucking track that shit, dude. You know what I totally. mean? Because that's a lot, like, it's a lot of fucking work. Like, yeah. Just, uh, if, there, if there's 10,000 seeds on one plant, then how do you fucking report that? Like, is it in weight? You know, before all the fucking seeds come off, or do you fucking? I don't it's know. It's by count. Yeah. It's by count. Yeah, so it's like you can't exceed like ten, um, ten seeds to a pack, and then um, a customer can't purchase more than one pack per person per day. Damn. 
Damn, well, I'm glad you know shit like this, bro. It's been a long time since I worked there, so. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, it's uh, it's my job to know it. Yeah. You know, I don't want to toot my own horn, but yeah. yeah. I got to know if a customer comes in and wants and wants two packs of seeds, I got to know, you know, to, you know, be like, nope, <clears throat> I legally can't sell you more than one. Do you guys still have clones? No, unfortunately not at the moment. Um, probably going to get some back. Talk to Jackson a bit about it, and he's said that he's, you know, he's got, he's planning to pick some up from uh, Bob. I'm not sure when. Yeah, is that uh, guy still growing weed too, Rick? I think so. I don't know. He, um... I haven't seen him on yeah. IG. I just ha- yeah, I just haven't seen him picked up any of his flower recently, obviously with the transition, but um haven't seen him uh, around the shop recently, so I haven't had a chance to ask him. Mm. Um, mm. Yeah. So what did you think about the uh Elaine Miles episode last week, Will? That was dope. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. I yeah. liked uh I really liked listening to what she had to say. Yeah, man, she was a cool interview. Yeah, I know. Um, obviously, like I, uh, I after hearing that she was in Smoke Signals, recognized you know her from that scene. Um, but I didn't know that she did a lot of other work. You know, like yeah. First Nations work too, like in Canadian films too, which yeah. was awesome to hear. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just cool to um to talk with a uh actress like that i haven't really yeah, been able to do that before so no doubt concerned tabs podcast will yep and then Absolutely. like uh as far as like past episodes too dude i really like i listened to the pig farm one a couple times that one was tough that was a good one yeah that was a great episode lots of fucking like gardening easter eggs in there too that he just like that yep. shit's game, dude. Like if if you're going into uh-huh. it, you listen to that. He throws episode. out, and you gotta you gotta make sure you're listening to catch it. You know, it's yeah, like, man. Not like... Yeah, it's in there. Anybody growing indoor, listen to that pig farmer episode. I think it was episode number eleven. Yeah, some yeah. some hidden secrets in that one for sure. Yeah, I'm stoked on this too because this is like the first time that, um, at least in a while for me that my video hasn't like lagged on my end the whole time like i'm actually still moving in real time yeah yeah uh, you know normally it's good on you know like it, it looks good on y'all's and y'all would let me know but for some whatever reason like it it would usually freeze for me so yeah yeah man maybe maybe the hackers that were <laughs> shitting on us gave up they're just like all right, right? whatever it's a good show six yeah, months they made it leave them alone I can, uh, yeah, be able to uh, check out how stupid I look in real time. So. Yeah, it's all good, Will. Like, uh, <laughs> maybe maybe uh, an actress will listen to the show and she'll be sweet on you and will score a million-dollar girlfriend. <laughs> Stop the show. Send that out in, into the uh, universe, Will. Uh, no. <laughs> trying to think of uh, what else, dude. Yeah, I talked about the wreck shit down here and the fucking allotment. Like, that allotment shit sucks, dude. Yeah. I mean, you can only grab, like, four ounces, five ounces in a month, basically. And it's like, if you're a patient who needs more than that, you're fucked. You gotta wait. You know? Like, that's not cool. There have been, uh, I've been getting more invites to the farmer's market deals, but I got to renew my card to go check those out. It's like a, yeah, it's the same diff as the store. It hasn't been tested. You know what I mean? But there's, there's no limits and there's usually better flavors, dude, honestly, cause yeah, you know, I'm like, there's like fucking wedding cake, ice cream cake. Like you're done. Like some of those guys got jars on jars and I'm like, fuck, dude, this is sick. Yep. And just having it in that type of setting, I miss that. I wish shops could still do that. Like everything has to be prepackaged when you sell it now. Like fucking weird. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, like in Washington, they have to. Yeah, dude. They have to bag what? it up in eighths. They have to bag it up in eighths before they sell it in Washington. Yeah, that's the worst. That's just terrible. Um, yeah, I mean, even though we we prepackage some of our flour at Natural Wonders, it's always like recently loaded and like you know usually lasts a day or two um just to make it easier for us to grab stuff off the shelf and not also have to open a big bag constantly yeah you know it's like i know a lot of people like their shit weighed out in front of them that like also i feel like no one considers like the fact that if you're like constantly weighing something out from a big batch you're literally opening and closing that jar or bag like a bunch of times yeah um and that will always contribute to a little bit of uh loss of like terpene you know like terpene loss yeah like in in the most minute amount you know just like um every time you know like you open a bag take a waft and then you like you know pass it around or whatever it's like you know that's terpenes being lost essentially yeah Um, but um yeah yeah i think in washington too it's like required for you to see the product too so like they have to prepackage it at the farm before it goes to the fucking store yeah and it's light's yeah. gonna fucking hit it man you know what i mean yeah. the whole fucking way yep, yep so it's like man shit yeah check out this label this out this hash hat got from uh that's probably oh, hard, hard to tell what is it see but it's basically like i don't even know what it is it's uh a few ladies um there's corn in the background and then there's the britney spears bald with an umbrella Die. Um, that's an interesting label um, yeah it's pretty i bet you they get a cease and desist right yeah. <laughs> well he's he's not uh I won't say what market he's on, but he's not yeah. on the rack market. <laughs> still medical, man. Still medical. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Definitely legal. Yeah, medical. no doubt. No doubt. Yeah. I want to, uh, that Kramer kid hit me up. I still got to send him the links to the show. He was on a while back, but he was like, man, it was fun talking to you guys. We should dab out next time you're in town. I'm like, all right. Yeah. Maybe we can talk to which should be interesting is there is one OMMP processing um company left like all OMMP only OMMP and we did like a piece on them for the leaf for oil? that could probably be a pretty interesting uh yeah for oil that could probably yeah. be a pretty interesting uh interview like on, yeah. uh, I don't know who the who the who I would contact but I'm sure someone you know like I can easily get a contact through the leaf, you know, who who we talked to there and that's see if dope. they'd be interested in, in talking about it. But that that'd be I don't know, I'd be I'd definitely be interested to hear, you know, about that cuz I have you know no idea what um how you would even um be able to like really survive as just an OMMP processor, you know. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Because it's, uh, you'd have to have so few people sort of... doing it correctly, you know, doing it on the, on the metric system that you'd be, you know, actually be able to legally process for. So, yeah. You know? It's like, I guess, like technically, it could be like a collective type thing where you had a fucking everything grammed out and tracked and it just went to patient. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. So it's like um, it was a transfer to this patient, even though this patient wasn't on our farm or anything. It's like that's who it went to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, totally. You could, you could um, but the other thing that makes it interesting and rare to me too is because you can like, as a rec processor, you can have an endorsement to also um, process for just medical too. Like you can have like, you can be an OLCC processor with an OMMP processing endorsement and be able to process medically for like medical people too. Damn. So it's just um, extra rare, you know, and interesting that someone would be just an OMMP processor, you know, I'm sure it has to do with, you know, 
financial backing because not everyone has um, investors willing to spill out um, thousands on on the go, which is kind of what it takes. But yeah, um, be very yeah. interested to hear um, hear about it nonetheless. That's dope. Hit him up, Will. Let's get him on the show. And then, man, Noah, totally. he was a medical grower. Have you talked to him lately? I haven't. No, he, um, yeah, he hasn't been at the shop recently. Um, but yeah, I'm pretty sure he's still growing. He's he's definitely doing it correctly. He's on metric. He's 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 tracked. Um, but yeah, no doubt. Yeah, he's probably good. harvesting right now. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's a cool cat, too. I want to holler at that guy when I go back to Oregon. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, shit, Will. I think we got five minutes left, dude. What else do you want to talk about, man? You should get a, you should get a spot in southern Oregon, John. Just grow there. Yeah. <laughs> get a rec license. <laughs> Well, because fuck, dude, for medical, right. it's like pointless anymore. You know what I mean? No, it is pointless. Yeah. I mean, you do like a medical, you even do uh, another market and or wreck. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Just like there's not like that many. There's not like that many jobs down there other than like growing and, and I don't know, like. I really don't know what what Southern Oregon has to offer. I've only been yeah. there in passing in for like a day or two at a time. But um, I don't know. It just seems like that'd be the the obviously the ideal and cool spot to like get for a summer and, and grow somewhere and like, you know, yeah. chill down there. I, I want to do hemp, dude. I want to talk to some of those hemp guys on the yeah? show. Because that oh. it just seems like it's all for volume, dude. Shit doesn't have to be pretty for fucking retail, and you yep. just need just acreage. make sure you got good genetics. Yeah, but then the the whole harvest and processing thing too. It's like we're trying to pay attention to to how it gets sold, and a lot of it just gets turned into CBD oil. But I want to find some guys that are making some, you know, some bricks or fucking boards or toilet paper or some kind of shit out of it yeah no dude you, know? you talked about that yeah no absolutely no that would be super cool yeah like actually using it for you know what what people always preach about you know like oh hemp could replace paper and this and textiles you know yeah. like yeah no absolutely that yeah, would be super cool um and up. unfortunately like i've not even heard of anyone doing that i'm sure and hope they're is someone doing it but have you no i don't man i just see people turn into oil you know what i mean yeah it's like there's piles of fucking stems and shit that people are trying to sell and yep and it's like you wouldn't even need if if you were using it for like textiles or like clothing or paper you wouldn't i don't think you'd even need to grow uh like female hemp plants you could just grow a like you know whatever. plot full of males pretty much yeah. you know like yeah just whatever and it didn't and you know like n- depending on what you discover through trial and error trial and error about the quality of materials in correlation to um the quality of materials you're able you're able to make from hemp in correlation to like how the crop turned out yeah um but yeah well, that sounds, you know, that sounds like the future right there. Yeah, dude. And, like, on that show, too, the the rotten show about edibles, like, there's a lady that says there are many people in the industry who think flour is on its way out. And I'm just like, damn. I'm like, I don't think so. I'm like, I'm always smoke weed. Mm-mm. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But, but the hemp shit, dude, seems a lot not easier because it's a lot fucking more work you know what i mean you have more acreage and you have to have more space to fucking hang and dry shit that's that's a lot you know what i mean a lot of material so that would be a logistical issue to deal with but otherwise i mean dude it doesn't have to be pretty for retail you don't have to fucking pull leaves or do any of that shit you just got to make sure 
everything looks pretty similar and then fucking yeah. get a con you can take it down with like a combine and shit you know what i mean like that that's insane to me like that would be an easy totally game, you know a lot easier than doing shit with your hands and fucking hiring a bunch of people and, yeah you know absolutely. do more work with less guys and i feel like make more money man depending on who you're selling it to and what they're making it into you know definitely yeah yeah well shit that's nine o'clock fellas i feel like uh i feel like that's a pretty good episode will is there anything else you want to talk about no i think that was good okay that was so a good episode we got we got a little off topic at times but that's that's yeah. okay and good because that's i feel like that's what now that i you know look back on it that's what a lot of most you know podcasts and talk shows do is they yeah. get off topic a lot of times yeah talk about what we want to talk about man exactly yeah, yeah this ain't tv, this ain't TV man <laughs> no this is real uncut raw shit this is you and i live as fuck stoned as shit from yeah. our apartment slash the house right yeah. now fucking yeah. yeah making it happen all right. So next exactly. week, ladies and gentlemen, we have Paul Swift from Swift Solutions talking about the science on safety with the vape crisis of 2019. So mm-hmm. I, I think he's going to have some good info. And I want you to uh, talk your shit too, Will. You know what I mean? Because. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm not going to talk shit. I'd really. I'd, I don't really know know what's going on with the the vape stuff right now. You know, I've heard yeah, heard a few like, things, but like, like six, six until there's like a little more conclusive, like scientific, um, you know, evidence or you know, um, reasoning. Yeah. You know. I I I'm just like you know I've heard you know there there's like vitamin E acetate. There's um, you know, pest pesticide levels, which were all super high in the black market carts. But then there's also like cadmium fever, you know, from like this, the binding, like the, the lubricant or like the, the agent that binds like the metals um, when they mac- manufacture the cart. Uh. Yeah. And what's interesting though, is like, um, is that the symptoms um, of all the cases of the people that passed away from the vape incidents uh, match cadmium fever, not like vitamin E acetate or the or the pesticides, because, um, you know, there'd be like for the vitamin E acetate, it kind of like um, clogs up like when you inhale it, it kind of disperses and like, you know, makes a sticky residue and clogs things up. So there'd be like. You know, there'd be like residue from from the vitamin E acetate in people's lungs, uh, um, which there wasn't. Um, they basically found like like chemical scarring and like deep tissue burns to the lungs, which is like could you know I guess could be from uh, pesticides, but also keep in mind that someone died from an organ cart, and that shit's tested heavily from pe- for pesticides. So. Yeah. Um, you know, it more makes sense that it's the cadmium fever, which is what they're suggesting now um, so across the board. There's cadmium in the metal, in the hardware or something like that? Well, yeah. Well, basically what happens when a, um, when, and I, don't quote me because I, I just read about it like two days ago. I can't remember the exact wording, but like when something and it's like in a very low percentage of carts. But when something is like, when it's incorrectly like soldered or like, you know, like um, forged between like, you know, the um, the material, whatever that, that bonds, like the metal fabrication that they use to form the carts yeah. um, goes awry or something. Um, when that's heated up, that produces, um, I guess, cadmium, which is very toxic to the brain and, and Damn. Damn, Will. Damn. We're gonna have to bring that up with Paul next week, bro. Cause I uh I don't know. I just I assume the black market carts are dirty anyway. You know what I mean? Like it's price and shit. It's like you can buy packaging yeah. on Amazon, you know? Yeah. 
make the cart yourself. Yeah, but you know, I don't know. I'm um, I want to see what what unfolds, you know, because also those some of those black market carts had like thirty eight percent like pesticides in them. Like yeah, bro, thirty eight percent of the cart was like pesticides. So. That's bad. Super bad. That's terrible. You know, yeah. that is just that makes me gag thinking about it. Yeah. Not not good for you to fucking heat up in the hell for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So you wanna call it Will? Word. Okay. Yeah, it's my timer. I gotta check on my chicken. Oh yeah, chicken's almost done, man. Shit. All right. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, this was the twenty-sixth episode of Concerned Dabs Podcast. I was your host, Katie M. Kane. With me was my co-host Will Terps. I got to send a shout out to my guys in production, Mitchell Wilson and Jesse Curry. This has been a Main Node and Joseph Street Enterprise production.